this is a very special episode of the Two Cents and Nonsense podcast. This was a conversation that myself and Matt had uh, off the record, off the air, after uh episode had already been completed. It's just us having raw, uncanny conversation. Hope you guys enjoy it. Let's get right into it. Record it while we're talking and all yeah. that shit. We, 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 we live right now. Yeah. So, yeah, man, what I was saying was, you know, Royster59 was talking about, you know, how Lil Wayne and, and Floyd Mayweather and Kanye West, they're detached from, you know, racism because they have enough money to throw at racism. Lil Wayne been in the rap game since he was like, you know, 13 years old. He's been rich. So when he comes out and says, yo, I have not experienced racism in my lifetime, this probably is true because he's always had money and been in the spotlight. True. He, Definitely true, man. Yo, he's throwing money at it to make the problem go away. Have you personally ever experienced racism? Yes. Um, when I was a teenager, me and my brother Julian... We was walking down the street and we were going to his car. We um we were just at, about to go to his car. We were right at the trunk of his car. Mm-hmm. And we were stopped by some police officers. Yo, let me see your ID. What do you mean, officer? Like, we about to get in our car. Nah, man, you... you, you let me see your ID. Um, you fit the description. You two fit the description of some guys that we're, that we're looking bullshit. for. That's that bullshit. Uh, you fit the description. Yeah, we fit the description of some guys who was, who was robbing some stores in the area. We just want to make sure, man. Can we see your license? You know, see your IDs. You know, we're, we're still fresh. We're still teenagers mm-hmm. at this point. All we got on us is school IDs. So we show them the IDs. You know, and they look at it and it's like, okay. You know, they go back to their SWAT car for one of them. Go back to the SWAT car for a moment. Uh, the other one standing there just with us, just like you know, just routine, man. We just trying to make sure. I'm like, okay, like I didn't think that much of it at the time, but mm-hmm. then when he comes back, gives us back our school IDs, and like you guys are good to go. We in the car ride, like, that just didn't seem right. That wasn't right. You know, you, you 16, 17 years old, like, you know, I got stopped going back to my car because I fit the description. Yeah. Of, that's, that's that bullshit. You fit the, you fit the description because you were fucking black, man. Yeah. That's so, the only reason why. You know, like, we frequent they, that area a yeah, lot. They checked your IDs to see if you had any warrants or whatever the fuck. That's yeah. all that was about. You know, That's all that shit was about. You know, I, I've i never, up until, you know, my, I actually got arrested one time. But up until then, I had never, you know, encountered. That was the first time I had encountered cop, cops, police officers in that capacity. You know, um, my mother had a friend uh-huh. by the name of Billy. 
is a is a, a black police officer. He was part of the K nine unit, so he had his, his you know his K nine his his dog mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, he's a great guy. Like that guy was was a great guy, you know. And I had a conversation with him one time about the situation. He was like, you know, I understand what you mean. It's not right, but. You guys cooperated, and it's worse things that could have happened. And this was long for before for real all of the shit that came out about motherfucker. This was long before. This was now 16, 17 years old. So this was, you know, 15 years ago. This is long before all the police brutality and shit came out and things like that. Mm-hmm. I honestly would love to... I haven't talked to Billy in a long time, but I would love to have a conversation with him about... Because he's probably retired by now, but I would love to have a conversation about what he thinks about the shit that's going on nowadays. You know, and 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 how people are being racially profiled and things like that. The the biggest racially profiled charged movement was here in New York, where y'all had stop and frisk. For real. Where they they could stop anybody at any time. Because they felt like they had reasonable cause. And it was and it, and it was mostly they were stopping people of African American yeah, descent. Minorities. And, there was no stop. There, there, there was no cause to stop. Believe me. <laughs> yeah. You know, they just, anytime they felt like it, they could just run up on you. Like, yo, put your hands on the wall. Like, I, I ain't even gonna lie. Like, for me, I was very fortunate to not have to go through a lot of that shit. Yeah. I probably encountered one real racial thing in my life. I was, you know, walking down the street with three or four other friends. We were all black. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we happened to pass by a house, a white family. They had their little kid outside. Their little kid outside called us boons. Not coons or nothing, but boons mm-hmm. with the B. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, that shit upset us. Because we sitting there looking like, like what you took what you teaching your kid? We were maybe in ninth, tenth grade at that point in high school. Yeah. Like you're basically teaching your kid to be racist when they grow up. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's now, the I've experienced racism yes. in my life. Yeah, because you're from multiple the, times. You're from the south. Like. Now, when I when 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 I used to be a rapper, um, we would do shows in the deep south. You know, down in the deep south, you you still see Confederate flags flying. You know, and when you're away from home, you're trying to do what you got to do to get back. I've had, in my lifetime, I've actually had white people call me a nigger. I've actually had racial slurs slung at me when we're away from home, traveling, touring, trying to do shows and things like that. I'm I'm a teacher. And you're trying to get back. I've never had a white person call me a nigger to my face and mean it in that derogatory word. I've had that happen. (laughs) <laughs> you know? I, I don't even know, man. I don't even. And know we've what I gotten would do. we've gotten into fights and things like that. But you 
also, at the end of the day, you trying to make it back home. You don't know what yeah. these people out here can do. They're going to sling you up. Or how many people they got waiting they, in the they wings. Gonna, they're going to call their boys. They're going to sling you up. You know, so you got to be you got to be careful. You know, we're not saying that you should be letting stuff like that fly. But you in the deep south, you away from home. It's five or six of y'all, but you don't know how many of them it is. You know, I'm not going to say it's like, like a scary situation, but it's one of those things where it's like, yo, I'm down here. Am I going to see my mom again? If I, if I, if I haul off on this motherfucker and we riot and we fighting, I still got a show to do in a couple hours. Yo, Am I gonna be able to do my show and I, go home? I feel you about that shit. Like anything that pisses me off, I always wonder. Like, is what I what I'm about to do? Am I gonna Am I gonna get home to my son? Am I gonna get home to my woman? Yeah, doing some stupid shit. You know, you know, regardless of how much it might hurt and kill inside. And even even with the stuff, all the stuff that's going on now, sometimes I even think about that shit. Like, yo, if if I'm I'm speeding a little bit, if I'm getting pulled over, is this gonna be the last time that I'm gonna fucking be able to speak or For breathe real, some words? Man. You don't you know? even nowadays you don't even gotta do nothing. You don't even know anymore. Like if I have any interaction with the police, am I gonna make it? Am I gonna be alright after this? Like for me. And this uh, this is probably because of my white friends being there. Anytime I've ever been stopped by a cop or whatever, I was with a white person. Anytime, ever. Yeah. So, you know, I put, put my hands on the dash. He was like, yo, you ain't got to do all that. I was like, yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, you know, I make sure he, he know I ain't got nothing. I ain't reaching for nothing. You know. Whatever the fuck. And... There you you do have the right to record the interaction between yourself and the police. Yeah, but half the time Na- nowadays that's that's New York State law. I yeah, think now, but half the time you, if you're a black man or a black woman, you're afraid to even reach for that. Yeah, because they might shoot you. You know, even with you saying, "Yo, I'm reaching for my cell phone to record this." Put your hands where I can see them. Yep. I'm reaching for my cell phone to yep. record this. They still get twitchy when you're doing that. Yep. You know? and Just because they know they're doing wrong, and they don't even want you reaching for your shit. Yeah. They're going to say you was reaching for something. You're not on tape saying you was reaching for whatever. They're going to fucking shoot you. And yeah. then say later on, they was reaching for a gun. They was doing this. They was doing that. They wasn't following instructions. And then mysteriously, the body cam ain't ain't working. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's those things, man. And, and, but we as a, as a, as a society too, we need to stop jumping out the window with every single person as well that has interactions with the cops. And it ends terribly that we think they should be, the new martyr as well. This week, a young man was running from the police and he was shot in the back. 
They're posting up justice for him. Justice for him. Okay. Justice for him. Well, what's the whole story? Here's the whole story. The whole story was he was beating his girlfriend for two hours. He abducted the child and was running away when she called the police for them to come get her daughter back. He fired off a shot at the officers. They fired a shot back and killed them. But he was a woman beater that tried to abduct the child. But because they had video of him running away from the cops and the cops shooting him in the back, they felt like we should have justice for this guy. Well, why should we have justice for a guy who was beating his wife? Because you want to know what? They don't know the facts. Yeah. Plain and simple. They don't know the facts. Because they, if they knew goddamn well this man was beating on this woman and kid, kill that nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But they we- wanted justice for the guy. And they was posting up all over social media, get justice for him. He was shot in the back by some cops. You didn't tell the whole story. Me personally, I don't care if this is popular or not. You beat your woman, you beat your kid. You, this is me. This is me. Matt Henry, this is me. You deserve to fucking die. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't give a shit because you ain't going to change. You're not going to change. You damn sure ain't. You're a piece of shit, and you're not going to change. You know? But we as society, we have to move forward. We got we to gotta come together in some way, shape, form, or fashion. And we we can't keep looking at fucking, um, what's the guy's name? Al Sharpton and shit to, to be the voice and lead us. I, like, don't, even fuck. I don't give a fuck about Al Sharpton. Me either. But you can't keep looking. <laughs> Motherfuckers can't keep looking at that guy thinking that he has Yo, our best Al interest. Al Sharpton don't give a fuck about us. He's caking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In anything bad that goes on, he's caking. He's getting money. He's getting TV. He's on TV. That's that's all he really fucking cares about. He. This is just my opinion. This is just my opinion. I, he don't give a fuck about us. He don't. That nigga. That nigga a millionaire. He chilling. Anytime something go wrong, he up on the TV, oh, oh, this is wrong, this is bad, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. But at the end of the day, I don't think he gives two fucks. He ain't out there in the streets, he ain't out there in the struggle. You yeah. wanna you wanna protest and march? Wow. Great for you. Yeah. So you can be on TV. Oh, this is reference Al Sharpton protesting. Yeah. Fuck out of here. And I like I said, I've been watching on Netflix, I've been watching that Black Lives Matter collection. Um, I watched the Thirteenth. I watched uh, the Khalif Browder story. I watched um, the Rodney King one man stand up joint. Uh, it's just a lot of things that I've been watching, and it's just educational because it's things that they don't teach us in school. They didn't teach us as kids growing up because they didn't really want us to know about these things. You know, it took people a long time to find out that Christopher Columbus was a piece of shit because they didn't teach you that side of the history. Oh, they don't they don't want you to teach you that. Yeah. They don't want us to teach you that. They don't teach you that side of the history. You know, when when you think about 
the thirteenth was a Netflix show about the Thirteenth Amendment. The Thirteenth Amendment freed slaves. It abolished indentured servitude unless as used as punishment of a crime, which basically means that if you were found guilty of a crime, you could at that point be a servant, a slave again, doing manual labor. They use that loophole to mass incarcerate thousands upon thousands of black people to get them back into the system doing manual labor. And then when you get out of prison, when you have felonies, you can't vote anymore. So they took away the right, they take away your right to vote. You can't own firearms anymore. So they took away your second amendment. When you have a felony attached to you, you are not technically a citizen anymore. Because you don't have the same rights that every other citizen has. I believe if if you're in jail, you're incarcerated, you shouldn't have the same rights. But if you're free, yes, you should. Yeah, but at no point, felons don't get those rights back. They don't get the opportunity to vote anymore. Yeah, that I disagree with. In, as, in, lo- as long as you're free, you served your time, you did whatever you had to do, you should be you should be subject to the same laws as in whatever whatever as everybody else. You know, we tell you you do the crime, you gotta do the time. Well, yep. I did my time. I'm free now. I'm out. Yep. But then you make it hard for me to actually be a productive member of society. Oh, you can't get the job. Yeah. Like, I, I did my time. You told me this is how much time I have to do. I did that time. So why am I still doing time when I'm supposedly free now? But that's how they make it hard. That's the system that we live in here in the U.S. That's our system. That's our justice system. That's how things work. And they utilize those loopholes. They utilize that those those caveats to make it so that black people don't have as much power to this day. Let me ask you something mm-hmm. because I I think about this all the time. Yeah, we're both black men. We both have children. How? how what, what are you going to say to your kid? Like, obviously, you have to educate them, and it's it's hard for me. Like my girl, my girl tells my son, like, "Oh, you're brown," and I tell my son, "You're black." All cops is gonna see is you being black. You know, what I'm saying it's just. Yeah. I mean. What you're telling your son is the correct thing. Like when it comes to how other people view you, yeah, they're not gonna care what you what 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 your technical whatever yeah. your ethnicity 
They don't care about that. They see you as a minority. Yes. Period. They see you as a minority and they see you as a threat. Like I, I, I try to tell my son all the time, like because I'm black and she's mixed. I'm, I, I tell him all the time, like cops, they, they don't care about that. You are a minority in their in their eyes, and they've been programmed for centuries to think this way. Yeah, in the man. beginning, when slaves were first freed, images were put out of black men lusting after white women and raping them. That was the thing. These black men are animals. They're savages. They will rape our white women. We have to put a cap on this. We have to keep them away from our women. They're savages. Never mind the fact that white slave masters was fucking black slaves yep. left and right yep. and producing babies. Yup. They... It was... It was fun for them. They would have meetings with each other and be like, yo, did you fuck your slave yet? Because I fucked my slave. And her pussy was good. This is the type of shit that they were doing. But when it was the time to flip that shit and make it into the mainstream media, the movies that they put out, the art that they put out was of the black man ravishing the white woman. So they programmed this into people for centuries. They're supposed to be scared of you. You're an animal. You're a criminal. You're a thug. They've been using that same terminology since the beginning. They still continue to use that terminology. Even when you're out here, you're... You're protesting. If the protest turns violent, what do they call you? Thugs. Criminals. You're gone and you're you've gone insane. It's turned deadly. Only if you're black. Exactly. Because when you're white and you protest, you're you're called good Americans. Yeah. Uh this the 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 protest got out of hand. That's what they'll say. They'll say, it got out of hand. They were being rowdy. Bunch of white people burning down fucking buildings because their team won the Super Bowl. The celebration turned a bit ugly. It took a turn for the worse. They don't call you, they don't call them animals, savages. You know, but they've they program that they have those trigger words and they continue to use those trigger words. Yeah, because they're white people. Yeah, and I, let me be. I have I have nothing against white people. I love white people. I love everybody. No, I don't <laughs> love everybody. <laughs> I don't love everybody. I'm, I'm gonna keep it one hundred. I have nothing against anybody. Anybody, I hate groups of certain people mm-hmm. because motherfucking groups 
don't know how to acclimate together. Right. It is that simple. Whether you're a, a full white group, full black group. I don't like groups of people because y'all don't know how to act. Yeah. My father used to say that a person is smart, but people are fucking stupid. Yep. Yeah. When people get together as a group, the influence, the peer pressure, it takes over. You want to do what they're doing so they don't think you corny. Yeah, fuck all that bullshit, man. Yeah. Stop, stop being a follower. Stop being a follower. Be a fucking leader. Be a leader. It is that simple, man. Think for your goddamn self. I looked at my son last night when I was rocking him to sleep. I looked at him and I said, man, it's up to your generation to change the world. My generation ain't doing it. No. I looked at him and I said, I think one of these days, I believe that you, son, are going to change the world. Your generation may change the world. Because my generation isn't doing it. As much as I'm okay with the people that I've grew up around and things like that, in my generation, I don't see the leaders. I don't see the people that can inspire inspire the change or spark the others to make the change happen. It's because there are none. Exactly. You know, I wish it was different, but I looked at him and I said that I believe that his generation may spark enough change to change the world. Truthfully, the younger generation, they out there, man, and I salute them for it. They out there. They They out there protesting. They out there doing that, doing a thing, and I see it. I see it. I know their parents hate that shit. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but it, it has to be done, man. Oh, Somebody, it has to be done. And we, we talk about this when we talk about the NFL and the NBA and stuff like that. Somebody has to fall on the sword in order to change shit. And I, and I also want to say, it's not just white parents out there either. Black parents don't want to see their sons out there with white daughters. Y'all, 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 need to, y'all need to cancel that shit. Y'all need to cancel that shit, for real. Cut that bullshit out. Yeah. But somebody has to make the sacrifice. Somebody has to fall on the sword in order for change to happen. Yeah. That's that's damn true, man. You know. And it is unfortunate, but things don't really change that much until somebody dies. That's the, that's, the, that's the shitty part. Somebody has to die for something to have to change. Like, let's be real. If George Floyd didn't die, we would hear COVID-19 all day on the news. But because this man died, we don't talk about COVID. It's all about the protests. And I get it. I get it. Yo, NFL, give Colin Kaepernick his due. 
I'm not saying give him a job. Salute that man for being ahead of the curve, for being on top of his shit, and y'all shitted on him. Y'all motherfuckers kicked him out the league, and now what? Look what happened four or five years later. Look what happened. He, it's the same shit is still going on. Yeah. I mean, again, he was one of those people who he had to fall on a sword, lose his job. This nigga took a fucking. He all he did was take a knee. Yeah. That's all he did. A peaceful protest. Protest. All he did was take a knee. Now this man can't get a job. And another one of the Netflix ones that I was watching was the story of Khalif Brown. Broder, excuse me. Khalif Broder. Who that? This young man, he was accused of stealing a book bag. During the point of him, you know, being accused of stealing a book bag, he went down to the station. The cops asked him some questions. They told him that more than likely we'll let you go. But they didn't let him go. He did three years in Rikers Island for stealing a book bag, but he never had a trial. Was the years for this, do you know? This was 2010. Oh, come on. Really? Yeah, this was Really? Recent. God so, damn. 2010? Really? Yeah, this is recent. I thought um, you would have said like, you know, early 90s or something. No, no. He he changed. He cha- he he brought up about change. So he was in prison in New York state. If you are 16 years and older, you can be considered an adult. So they give you the same shit that they would give an adult. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. So he was put into prison. His bail was set. It was just over $1,000 for his bail. He's from the Bronx. Yeah, Poor family. He can't afford that. Couldn't afford it. It took his mother two weeks to get the money up to get him bailed out. And, when she, and I know she begged for that shit for $1,000. Oh, she begged for that shit. When she got the money, they denied him bail. Why did they deny him bail? Because when he was, at this point in time, he was 16. Because when he was 13 years old, didn't even realize that this was on the record. He was in a stolen car with someone else. At 13 years old, he just want to go home. He signed off on a paper saying that he was guilty of this crime. Well, that goes with you. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, do. But he's 13 years old. He don't know no better. So they denied him bail because he already had prior charges. So he couldn't get bail. So he had to sit and await his trial. Well, in the U.S., they say that a speedy trial is six months. In New York State, a speedy trial is whenever the district attorney 
and the prosecution are ready to go to trial. He appeared in front of a judge damn near 30 times. Every time he appeared in front of a judge, the DA would say, we're not ready to go to trial yet. Our witness is such and such place. We'll have him here next week. Give us a week. Well, you know New York City. You know that a trial isn't going to take place within a week. It's going to be pushed off. Hell no. So each time it just got pushed off. But each time it gets pushed off, the prosecution is coming to him with a plea deal. He stands up. He says, I'm not going to plead guilty to something I did not do. I didn't do this. I'm not going to plead guilty to it. I don't care. I'm not gonna, I want to go to trial. Trial never happens. Three and a half years, he's in prison. Not only is he in prison, but he's in Rikers Island. Rikers Island, they say that the inmates run the asylum in there. He is getting his ass beat every single day because he won't get down with the program. He won't join up with the gangs in That's crazy, prison. man. That's so he's getting, crazy. he's getting beat every day. He's in there for something that he didn't do. And he has a DA who wants him to take a plea bargain so that he has a felony conviction on his record. Probably doesn't even know his goddamn name. And then, because his family is poor, he couldn't afford an attorney. And the public appointed attorney ain't doing shit for him. No, they never do. He appeared in front of judges over and over again. He appeared in front of this one judge nine times. She kept giving the DA what they wanted, pushing back the time. Because he kept getting his ass beat, they put him in solitary confinement. Now, the law, or what we would like the law to be in the federal government, they say 15 or more days in solitary confinement is considered torture. It's inhumane. You're not supposed to do it. Okay. This man spent 322 straight days in solitary confinement. Yeah. Three hundred and twenty-two straight days in solitary confinement. That is almost a year of his life spent in a cell by his fucking self. Did he choose to be? Did he choose to be in solitary confinement? Yes. No. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. They put him in solitary confinement and kept making up stuff to keep him there. So when you break rules in prison, they put you in solitary confinement. Yeah, I understand that. So I'm just... they kept saying he he tried to commit suicide four times. Each time he committed legit, su- yeah, he legit tried to commit suicide four times. Each time he commits suicide, they're supposed to send him to the medical personnel to evaluate his cycle, his psyche. But they didn't do that. They wrote up false paperwork saying that he was just doing this to get attention. But in the interim, they tacked on more days. 
on the solitary confinement until he reached 322 days in solitary confinement. Solitary confinement makes you go fucking crazy because you're in a cell by yourself for 23 hours a day. This kid lived that. But he said, no, I'm not going to plead guilty to something I didn't do. I want to go to trial. He never got a trial. Do you know why they actually let him out? Why? After 1,111 days, they let him out because they appointed a new judge in that district. He came in front of that judge once. Her whole, the whole reason for them hiring her was for her to get 800 cases off the docket. She was just there to get cases off. That's all she was there for. She was there to get cases off. He came in front of her the first time. He didn't take the plea bargain. She said, okay, send him back. The second time he came in front of her, she looked at the DA and said, where the fuck is your witness? We don't have him. Let him go. He's already been, I got to get this case off the docket. That's the only reason. Because they hired a new judge that her only reason for being there was to get cases off the docket. If she wouldn't have got appointed as the judge, he'd probably still be in prison. Awaiting trial. That's crazy. Now. That's crazy. After he gets out, he decides, I'm going to sue the city. I'm going to sue the the police, the, the precinct that arrested me. As he's suing these people, he's getting death threats. He was stabbed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he was stabbed. He was shot. He finally said, fuck it. I'm done with this. He took his own life. After being out of prison for two years, I think it was, he, he got released when he was 19 years old. Three years. He was out of prison for three years. He couldn't get a a good job. He barely got into college. He was doing okay in college, but in college, again, he was getting death threats. He was stabbed. He was beaten and robbed, and he was shot in his abdomen for standing up for himself because he felt it was wrong that he lost three years of his life. He killed himself. Now, I told you before that change only happens when somebody dies. And you know how long it took for the change to happen? Did it happen at all? The change did happen. Do you remember earlier this year when New York changed the bail system? Where if you committed a nonviolent crime, you could just go? Yeah, I remember that. That's the change. It took four years for that change to happen. I believe that. The other change was President Obama, he passed the law that stated that no juvenile, 
so under the age of 18, should be placed in solitary confinement. Trump didn't change that? Trump has not changed that yet, no. Oh, I'm, I'm surprised. <laughs> but no, no juvenile is to be put in solitary confinement. They did mental evaluations on this guy. He had paranoid schizophrenia. He would talk to himself. He was paranoid all the time. Yeah, I bet he is. But he had no issues with mental health before he spent 322 days straight in solitary confinement. And finally, Rikers Island is supposed to be shutting down. How do you know this? How do I know Rikers Island is supposed to be shutting down? Yeah. There is a bill that was passed. It was voted on. Rikers Island is supposed to be shut down by 2026. No, uh, okay. They're because already they've already started moving prisoners out of Rikers Island. I I personally have a friend mm-hmm. that I went to high school with who works at Rikers Island. That's why I asked. I I, yeah. I have not spoken to that person. I'm I was just asking. But yeah, what what they 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 started the initiative already. It's moving out prisoners. So they moved out prisoners. That, that was, again, part of the change. They, where they let nonviolent people go. They let nonviolent offenders go. And they sent some of the more maximum offenders to different prisons. They are shutting Rikers Island down because they felt as if the COs and things have lost control of the prison. They let the inmates do whatever they want, and the corrupt COs that are within the prison were helping with the unorderly conduct within the prison. So it's already been voted on. They're supposed to be closed by 2026. So that's six years from now. Who knows what will happen in, the, in there within those six years? Yeah. Because they're... True. If you watch that documentary, it's a six-part series. If you watch it, they've got video of this man being beaten, guards beating him, inmates beating him, and nobody's doing a goddamn thing about it. They showcased all the paperwork, all the reports that they're supposed to write up about this stuff. His His lawyer was pointing out all of the inaccuracies in the paperwork based on the video that we saw. Like, they wrote up this report stating that he fell and hit his head on the shower. But you got the video of the CO slamming him against the metal railing and knocking a tooth out. That's crazy, man. I don't even know, like, I don't even know what to say about shit like that, like... It's, it's, it's shit, man, it's crazy. You know? Damn, But, those are the... I don't, I don't tell people to watch that stuff because you get angry about it. I tell people to watch it because it educates you on the shit that's going on that we don't know about. 
like people say uh, it's just a conspiracy theory. Okay, if you believe in conspiracy theories, check out these ones that are layered in some type of truth. Because some of the stuff that they are saying, you can backtrack that shit and be like, yep, I understand. This this is this this went on. I can see where the where where things shifted. I can see it. And even if you're just looking at it to know your black history, I urge you to listen to it. I urge you to look at it. Just so you know some of your black history. Because they are not going to teach you that shit. And in and, and me personally. I don't know probably half the black history I, I probably should know. I Just don't you either. know why? Because they don't teach it in schools. Mm, I don't either. But even with that, when you when you try to gain that knowledge of that information, you got white publications, white media saying, no, that ain't happened like that. That wasn't true. So then you got to look at both sides of the story and then you got to piece it together and figure out what was actually true and what was hyperbole and what was fake. Yeah, I, I, I mean for this to be as long as it was. Nah, man. It's cool. I, I just felt like we was talking about some shit and I felt like we should just record it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know. It's a good conversation, man. And we keep this type of stuff going, you know? I mean, I didn't know whether or not you wanted to put this stuff on on the show. So Yo, to me, I don't care if it gets if if, if it's on the show or not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It ain't gotta be a, a episode or nothing like that. I don't I don't I don't care about that. This is this is I look at it as this is what me and you talk about. Mm-hmm. You know? Not everything we talk about hits air. Right. You know, which is a lot. We talk about a lot of different shit that don't hit air that probably should. And we think about it like, damn, we should have recorded this. Yeah. And that's why I told you, like, if we're going to talk about this, I just like, we should record it. Yeah. You know? So uh, this is one of those bonus episodes. Well, one of those I don't bonus even, things yo, that we have in the clip. I don't even call it an episode. This is us talking. This yeah. is us being men. Talking one to one, one to one, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I got liquor in my system, all right? Yeah. Just fuck y'all. <laughs> but you know, it's just one of those things, man. Like, I, no, I some some thoughts. stuff deserves to be said. Yeah. yeah. That's just how I look at it, you know. Yeah, man. If, if we put it out, we put it out. If we don't, we don't. I'm just saying it's, it's good there. to have there. Yeah. You know. We always talk about conversations that we don't have on air that we should have on air. This is one that I felt we should have on air. Right. You know, whether we release it or not, we will release it, I'm pretty sure, but I'm just yeah. saying. It's on it. it it's, it's on wax, man. Um, I've been drinking a lot, so if you, you know, fuck y'all. sorry i appreciate you listeners i'm just i'm you know we appreciate you guys as always man um i don't should i close this out or should i just leave it 
Do whatever you want. This is an episode that nobody thought they was going to hear. This is probably one of those You know, this is, this is us being us talking. Yeah. Plain and simple. You this know. is us being us talking. Yeah. This is probably... I don't know if this is one of the deepest episodes we've had ever, but... Even if it's not even an episode, I'm just gonna say this is bonus content. Um, I probably we probably will release this. Um, I think I might release it on the week of the hundredth no, episode. You can le- release it whenever you want. It it's it's us having a conversation. Yeah, you man. You know, it's it's it, truthfully, it's really not meant to be listened to. But we also we feel like a lot of the stuff we put out, you know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we appreciate you, listeners. Yes. Check it out. Appreciate it. Whatever you do, you know, leave us a rating, comment, review. Um, we do appreciate y'all. Yeah. You know, without without y'all, there is no us. We, we ain't had no fans. You know, this this is just something me and him we felt in the heart, and it should be out there. Yeah. All right, man. As always, man, that's been my homeboy, Matt. Yes. I've been Antoine Y. Slicker, and we out. We out.